This is Lord Death of the DWMA, and you're watching another episode of Goth Geek Podcast. Now stay tuned, or I'll be forced to give you a Reaper Chop. And I made it. Hey everybody, it is I, Nicholas Black, and you're listening to episode 38 of the Goth Geek Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to discuss a wide range of things, considering it's been a while... Such as the Joss Whedon expose interview, whatever the fuck shit you want to call that. Uh, The Activision Blizzard purchased by Microsoft. Nicolas Cage apparently is so goth he has a raven or crow or some bullshit. Plus all sorts of other crap that's going on. But first, as always, give us a like, give us a follow on social media at the goth geek on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or check us out at gothgeek.net that's our shop where you can see all of our cool items like our dice towers, dice trays, posters, jewelry, all sorts of cool things at gothgeek.net is where you can find all that cool stuff. Uh and also depending on when you're hearing this, uh we will be doing uh Wild Wild West Con, Wild Wild West Steampunk Con in Tucson, Arizona. It's a large steampunk convention. Uh, it's our first time vending there. It's in March, March 3rd through the 6th. So if you're in the Tucson area or you are going to the uh, into steampunk and whatnot, or you're in Arizona or near Arizona, uh, you might want to check that out. Uh, it's a pretty cool convention. Uh, I, we've attended before and uh actually i proposed to my wife there because she is into steampunk but uh yeah we will be vending there uh so you can come see us in person check us out we'll be there all weekend march 3rd to the 6th at wild wild west steampunk con and now on with the show my goodness there's so much stuff that's been going on seriously there's just too much to keep track of these days it seems like there's more than i can keep up with so one of the things that popped up was nicholas cage was uh, was talking about how he was goth and that he was just so goth that he owns a pet crow and uh i don't even I don't think of Nicolas Cage as goth. You know, not like Tim Burton, per se. Uh, But, uh, yeah. Apparently he has a a pet crow uh, named Hogan. He was talking about it in a recent interview. And, uh... Yeah, he was saying that he kind of he likes the goth element and that he is goth. Quote, I am a goth. And uh, I really don't know how to take that. I mean, I am not one to, as I always say, we shouldn't judge people, you know, you, you, you can be goth and not look goth. But that is definitely out of left field. Out of all the people out there, out of all the celebrities out there who 
2022, I thought were going to come out and be like and say that they were goth. If you had said Nicolas Cage was going to be one of them, uh, no, I would not have thought that. But Nicolas Cage is a kind of a kooky guy, so why not? Um, yeah. So that was really uh, interesting news, for sure. I really don't have much more to really say about that beyond, yeah, that's the thing. So if you missed it, it that's, all you, that's all you missed. Is that He has a pet crow, which is cool. I mean, crows are awesome birds. Um, uh, but uh, beyond that, you know, and that he is, he, he says, I am a goth. Now, I am goth, but I am a goth. Which is kind of weird. Okay, so I guess I do have a few more sentences to pull through on this. Because that statement is just a little strange. I am a goth. And I really wish they put more in context of like what was being said for him to say that. Because it's just a really odd way of saying it. Not I am goth. Or I am into goth. But I am a goth. I don't know. But yeah, so apparently Nicolas Cage is goth. Uh, so, uh, kudos to him. We, the subculture as a whole could use more celebrities, I guess. So, sure, why not? Welcome aboard, I guess. Uh, let's talk about Joss Whedon, because, you know, we didn't talk about that enough last time, uh, we talked about him, but apparently Joss Whedon had a tell-all interview uh, a few weeks ago and uh, I meant to like I'll be honest I, I, I really try to post these uh, podcasts like as soon as like stuff breaks somewhat like I, I want it to be relevant still and this one I I, I got busy and <laughs> so if, if, if anybody remembers because um, you know we all have, like, five-second attention spans these days. Joss Whedon, you know, the creator of Buffy and Firefly and all those, you know, great shows. And the director of uh, The Avengers and the first one uh, and whatnot. He, uh, you know, has been in a lot of trouble lately because of just being a horrible person, basically. And uh, he finally, after what, a year, year and a half, sat down for an interview. Except instead of... Instead of trying to explain himself in a good way or, you know, apologize, he just came off as more of an asshole. And kind of a... Like... Just a fucking asshole. He... He... He says Gal Gadot's like language, uh, English wasn't her first language, and so it was just a misunderstanding between them on some things. And he called, uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, the guy who played Cyborg. Um, I apologize, I did not see, um, I did not see uh, Justice League. It was not. Uh, on my list, but uh, the guy who played Cyborg in the Justice League movie, uh, Ray Fisher. There we go. Um, he he said he basically said Ray Fisher was not a good actor, and so why why should he even you know? It, it wasn't. Eh. 
why to put any any uh merit into that basically like he just the fuck is wrong with you Joss Whedon like just digging yourself a bigger hole and then blamed oh god he fucking blamed what the the you know if he's gonna be around beautiful women then he you know he just he couldn't help himself um for his infidelity uh cheating on his wife all the time all the time and oh fuck he's just a he's just a scumbag and yeah if you if you haven't read about the, read the interview um if you somehow didn't hear about this check it out because uh, it's it's worth it's worth seeing because you know it'd been it'd been long enough that you could you could kind of just kind of just let it go under the table. And if I'm talking too loud, I apologize. Um, blown up the mic here, I guess is the, the term. Uh, but it had been long enough that we were kind of just, you know, letting it slide, it seemed like. You know, he was just... He had been dropped from that HBO show that he was producing or whatever the fuck he was doing. Um which I can't remember what that was called, the Victorian superhero one that wasn't getting that great reviews to begin with uh, on HBO Max. But, uh, you know, he, he dropped from that, and then people just kind of, you know, were leaving him alone. It was done. Uh, he was a horrible person. Everybody moved on. And then he had to come out and do this shit. And it's like, the fuck is wrong with you, Joss? What the fuck? Um, yeah, I, I, I... Does he not have friends? Does he not have people who, like, tell him not to do these things? Did he not have someone there in the room to be, like, waving their hands going, No, don't say that shit, dude. Don't... What the fuck is wrong with you? I, I honestly don't know. But, uh, yeah. So, newsflash... There's, if you did, in case you didn't know, Joss Whedon is actually is a horrible person. Like, in case you were like, oh no, you know, if you didn't believe the accusations uh, from Ray Fisher and Gal Gadot and uh, Carissa Carpenter and uh, God, the fucking list goes on and on of, of just years and years of fucking just horribleness. If you didn't believe somehow all those people. Listen to listen to the man himself talk about how talk about it and just blame everybody else and then even blame his own actions on just not being able to control himself apparently. Um, yeah, he's a fucking horrible person. I mean, he's not you know like the worst person by any means, but he's he's a horrible person apparently, unfortunately. So, what does that mean for listening or watching or whatever his his cornucopia of stuff? It's really up to you. Uh, I think we've talked about this a little bit before. Will Wheaton, which is a, a person I'm, I'm a big fan of, um, talked about this um, online. And I think, I, I think, again, I brought it up in a past episode. Uh, and he had said... That, you know, you can like these things still. Um, 
if they bring you joy, you you can still like them because it, they're more than just the person that is horrible. Um, and, I, and I'm paraphrasing here. I'm not exact quoting by any means. Uh, you know, Buffy, Firefly. Uh, again, I'm probably blown up the mic. Cause I'm talking really loud. I feel like uh, so. I apologize. Uh, but Buffy, Firefly, um, Dollhouse. You know, any of his work, you can you can still like because they're more than just him. You know, uh, there there were writers, there were uh, all the actors and actresses. You know, uh, tons of people, hundreds of people are are behind the scenes besides Joss Whedon. So you can like these shows still. Because, you know, you can support these other people. Um, at the same time, if you choose not to, that's fine too. That's really, it's really up to you and what you're comfortable with. Me personally, I have chosen uh, not to support anything new of Joss Whedon's um, since all this stuff came out. Uh, and... Again, that, that's hurting other people, or could be hurting other people, um, if everybody does that. Because, um, again, it is more than one person behind these things. Um, but right now, he's not really doing anything anyways. Um, so, I don't think it's really bothering, bothering anybody too much. But, you know, again, we all have short attention spans, it seems like. So, I feel like, give it five, ten years, and we will probably end up coming back. Uh... But for now, that's how I feel about it. So I'm still a Firefly, Firefly fan. Uh, I'm still a Serenity fan, Buffy fan, Angel. That's the other show I was thinking of. Uh, and I was, would still watch those shows. Um, uh, I would even st still support those shows somewhat financially, I guess, even though knowing that part of that money is going to his pocket. Um, but it's also going to the other people's pockets too, who have royalties and whatnot, the actors and whatnot. So it's supporting them too. Um, but anything new, I would not support. And again, that's just me. That's just how I feel about the situation. Um, Yeah, he just needs to stop talking. He just needs to stop. Just just wait a couple years. Just shut your fucking face, man, and don't don't talk. Don't 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 say yes to interviews. Especially if you're gonna say shit like that. Like how fucking hard is that? Like fuck. Not that hard. It is not that hard. Uh anyways. Um moving right along. On to other topics. The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, concluded this week. Has anybody been watching it? Uh, man, that show was mixed. Uh, it was a... It was a mixed bag, seriously. I, I don't even know what to say about, really, about... Uh, I mean, 
I don't want to. I don't want to spoil for people who have not seen everything. I'm not going to do the. I'm not going to talk about the finale. Um, it just came out yesterday, day before, uh, as of of this recording. Um, but from episodes six and so forth, it's been a weird show. It's been more like Mandalorian season two point five. Really, uh, it started off really slow and kind of strange. I was really wasn't sure about how I felt about it. Um, and I still kind of felt that way. And then we got the Mandalorian showed up. Uh, spoiler, if you didn't know I was going to be talking about stuff uh, somehow. Uh, he shows up. Uh, and uh, it's a spoil. It's spoiled pretty quickly because it's in the title of the episode. Um but yeah, so, and uh, I hate to say it, but I agree with everybody else that it got a lot better because of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've got thoughts on it, and I think I probably will uh, hold off on saying anything more until next episode of the podcast, just because of how new everything is. Uh but overall, uh, I feel I'm po- I feel positive, and I'm looking forward to season three of Mandalorian. If you have somehow missed Book of Boba Fett, and I know I probably do this every podcast episode at this point, go check it out. It's on Disney Plus. Go get Disney Plus. They're not a sponsor. I have no sponsors, but go check them out. Go get the free trial. There's lots of stuff on Disney Plus. It's a geek stream. It's a well, maybe not a goth stream. Disney Plus is well, still Disney, but they've been getting a lot better stuff uh, since they've been acqu- since they acquired Fox. Uh, they've been getting a lot more serious um, titles on their uh, streaming service. So check it out. Go, go, check out the trial. Check out Book of Boba Fett. Check out The Mandalorians one season one and two. Uh, we got Kenobi. Uh, or Obi-Wan Kenobi, I guess, is now what it's titled, uh, coming out on May 25th. So, more Star Wars. Hayden Christensen is going to be in it, playing Darth Vader. Fuck yeah. Uh, more Darth Vader. I'm always down for more Darth Vader. Like, like Darth Vader is the epitome of goth geek people. Uh, he is a badass. Um, so more, anytime we get more of him, uh, that's a good thing. And considering it's hard to get more of him since, you know, he died, spoiled her of like something that's 40 years old, uh, then I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, so yeah, super excited about that. May 25th, we're going to get that. Uh, they just dropped that news. Super excited. Uh, and then, uh. We still have Ahsoka coming out at some point, and um, yeah, just all the Star Wars at this point. All the Star Wars. All of it. So, getting ready for that. And then also, I just want to say, before I change topics, um, again, the Wookiee, and uh, going back to Book, Book of Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett. The Wookiee in that. Talk about goth characters. Like, 
fuck, dude. We get like a black, badass Wookiee. Holy shit. That thing is... That thing. That dude, that person, is awesome. I hope to see more cosplays at cons of that. Because that dude is badass. Like, you're looking for a goth character in some some of these more modern Star Wars. Because let's be honest, the dark side, very goth, very dark colors and whatnot. Um, And we really haven't seen that too much in... uh, We've seen bits and pieces of the dark side and whatnot, and the Empire and whatnot. But really, uh, Chrysanthemum, I think is is the Wookiee's name? Fuck yeah, dude, that... That stuff is awesome. Uh, that guy's awesome. But uh, yeah, so and he and he ends up, you know, being kind of a good guy or going to the you know the good side. So you know, good for him. He's a badass, but a good guy. Uh, but yeah, a goth Wookie. Fuck yes, more of that shit. Uh, what else is going on in the geeky goth world or the goth geeky world? I guess Goth Geeky World, considering that's the name of the podcast. So, you know, as things are getting warmer and the springtime is uh, approaching, uh, a good time to, like, go outside and do shit. People, like, go outside and, like, you know, they don't really go out in the wintertime, even though wintertime is the best time. Uh, but recently, I, I went to my favorite cemetery and just kind of hung out and just walked around. Something I hadn't done in a really long time. Uh, and I forgot how much fun that is. Is that something you guys do? Or is that something you've done? Uh, I know it's kind of like a cliche goth thing uh, to do. But it really is peaceful. Cemeteries are one of those places that are very calming for me. Uh, they're very quiet. Uh, they can be very pretty depending on uh, the type of cemetery. I mean, there are some that are very, I won't say ugly, but they're very, uh, boring. Like there's a cemetery, uh, in my town where all the tombstones are completely flat. And it's literally just because it makes it easier to mow the grass. And so it doesn't even look like a cemetery from the distance. Um, and so it's just very ugly. Which is a shame, because they have a beautiful, like, little, like, man-made, like, pond and, like, fountain and other things to make it pretty. But you don't get to see the tombstones or headstones or anything like that, which I always feel like are what make a cemetery beautiful, are getting to see the headstones. But then there's another another cemetery in my town uh, that is the main cemetery, the biggest cemetery. Um, I won't say the oldest, but... It is definitely the biggest cemetery. It has some of the oldest tombstones in it. And they are... It's really pretty there. Because it's got mausoleums and, uh, you know, old tombstones and giant growth, tree growths and or growth trees. Old, old growth trees, I guess is how you say that. Uh, and so it's just really pretty. Uh, and I really forgot how much fun it is, or relaxing it is, to just park there, and just walk around um, during the day. Uh, And just look at some of the tombstones and people's names and their lifespans and seeing families grouped together. And again, it can be considered 
again, very stereotypical, very cliche goth. But I really don't think it is because it's just something, I mean, it's something we're all, it's all going to happen to all of us. Like we're all going to die. Um, you didn't think this was, you didn't think we we're going to go this direction with this podcast today, did you? Uh, but, uh, we are apparently. So, but it's something that's going to happen to all of us. Um, heck, when I was a kid, um, my mother, uh, getting somewhat personal, my mother, uh, you know, showed me how to do, uh, uh, like the, the tombstone, uh, Oh, I can't even think what it's called. The, 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 oh God, I can't even think of the word. This is why I should have a script before I record these damn things. Uh, but you know, when you put a piece of paper, like a, like a wax paper over a tombstone, and then you take a piece of chalk, um, or charcoal and you, you, you scribble over the, the, over it. And so you get the outline, you do a chalk outline, I guess, or, or, or whatever you want to call that imprint, um, of, of the uh, tombstone. And so she showed me that, um, I can't remember how old I was. Um, I was a kid probably. Um, and she also showed us <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, with leaves, you can do the same thing with like, you take leaves during the fall time and, um, do the same thing and, you know, get leaf imprints. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's something fun you can do and whatnot, but also it shows like the history of like your town you can go to the cemetery and learn, uh, the history of the area, pardon me, the area. And so I really recommend doing this. Um, even if you're not super goth and you're more into, you know, the geeky side of things, uh, look it up, uh, the local history of your cemetery. You might find out that there's somebody really cool, you know, historically, historical wise, you know, that, that is in your cemetery. Um, you know, a sports figure, if you're into that kind of thing, or, you know, a scientist, or, you know, um, somebody from pop culture that you didn't know about. Um, you know, somebody in the, from the 40s or 30s or something. Uh, it's really interesting what you can learn uh, from your local cemetery. And they're really neat places. Um there's a great article that I've shared multiple times on our uh, on our social medias about how back in the Victorian era, it was not uncommon to have picnics in cemeteries. Um, the Victorians were very uh, death forward, death friendly. Um, maybe it's because they all died very early, and so it was always kind of on their mind. Um, but they were always very fascinated by death, uh, Victorians. Um, you know, seances and uh, the grave robbing, worry about being your, rob, your, your grave being robbed and worry about being buried alive. All sorts of interesting things happened during the Victorian era. But uh, one of them was that they would picnic in graveyards, uh, cemeteries, um, which is kind of something that even culturally, Western-wise, we don't really do. Uh, we kind of find odd but uh, in South America, Mexico, uh, Latin, uh, Hispanic, Latinx, 
his, uh, c cultures, uh, you know, that's, I won't say picnics are common, but, you know, going, uh, you know, Day of the Dead um, is what I'm trying to say. Man, my brain is just not working today. Uh, but the Day of the Dead, uh, you know, going into the cemetery and leaving offerings and spending time with your, at the, your loved one's uh, grave um, is common, is more common, more, no, well, more well known. Uh, and I feel like uh, more mainstream movies like The Book of the Dead and, or Book of, not Book of the Dead, my God, The Book of Life and uh, Coco uh, have really kind of, even though those are pop culture and probably somewhat uh, exaggerated, of obviously, and uh, probably a little bit Europeanized and whatnot, uh, they still have, you know, they do show some of that, uh, those cultures, um, and kind of have helped uh, spread that uh, knowledge a little more into people's homes. Um, and whatnot, and so yeah, uh, it's. I, I don't think it should be weird for you to like be able to go into your to your local cemetery and just walk around. Uh, maybe having a picnic in your cemetery may not be uh, prudent. <laughs> may not uh, be uh, uh, allowed. Uh, maybe maybe it would be depending on how respectful you are. Um, but you should be able to go into your own, your local cemetery and just walk around, look at graves, look at people's names, look them up. In this day and age, you can do that now. Like when I was a teenager and we were, you know, an angsty goth, you know, we would do, we would hang out in the cemetery because that's what you, what angsty goth teens do, um, to be cool. And we would see the names and be like, oh, that's interesting. But that was it. Like we didn't have cell phones. Because I'm fucking ancient, apparently. Uh, but now you do. Now you have smartphones. Not even just cell phones. You have smartphones. So you can look people's names up and, like, see if they have any kind of in interesting history. If they, you know, are known uh, on Google uh, search. So, yeah. Go check, go check out your local cemetery. Go see if there's anybody famous... Uh, buried there and let me know send me a DM send me a comment let me know what you find at your local cemetery did you find it peaceful do you find it relaxing did you find it kind of creepy that's fine too it's not for everybody by any means um, and it can be kind of sad depending on like what you find there uh, there's definitely um, a couple of sections uh, at our cemetery the big, uh, the big one I was talking about uh, where during the uh, early 1900s to like 1920s, it's a whole about like 20 graves or so that are all children, like babies. And it was because during the influenza, like, you know, uh, outbreak and whatnot, that just kids died. Um, but it's a whole like just children section. And it's just, it's, it's kind of, even though it was 100 years ago, at this point, it's still, you know, heartbreaking. So it can't be a sad place. Um, but it can also be a very peaceful place. And uh, informative place. Uh, so yeah, let me know. What do you think? Uh, maybe you think I'm crazy. Uh, but I think it's a really interesting uh, thing you can go do. 
uh, with your free time and just, uh, just, you know, check things out, uh, get out of the house. I know, uh, as, uh, the geeky side of, uh, the goth geek podcast and being goth geeks, uh, the geeky side is like going outside is not something we, we do. And even goths, the goth side is like going outside, going in the sun, not so much, but you can make an exception to go on the cemetery. Uh, it's, it, it can be pretty interesting, but yeah, let us know, let me know, see what you, uh, and, uh, tell me what you think, uh, what you find. And, uh, what else is going on? I forgot to mention, I didn't really forget to mention, but, uh, I thought, I talked about it at the top of the podcast, uh, the Activision Blizzard, uh, purchased by Microsoft. That was huge. Um, can't believe that happened. Um, that's all I gotta really say about that. Um, I mean, as a, as an Xbox player, I'm super excited about it, I guess. Uh, I don't play World of Warcraft. Um, I've never played... Is Overwatch one of their games? I think it is. I've never really played Overwatch. Um... Yeah, I know they have other games. It's Activision. Um, Blizzard, I know, is like mostly World of Warcraft. But Activision, I know, does like Call of Duty, um, which I've played and I love Call of Duty. Uh, and uh, I know they have other games, but of course my brain is blanking on me right now. But, I mean, it's exciting to hear about, but at the same time, it's not going to complete for another year. I think is what they're saying. 2023 is when they're thinking it'll actually finalize. So until that even happens, nothing's going to change. So it's cool news. It's exciting news. And then, of course, Sony bought Bungie um, for $7 billion, which is a drop in the bucket compared to what Microsoft paid for Activision. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Sony now owns Bungie, which is crazy because Bungie is like was like an Xbox studio it seemed like for like forever uh, I mean they're the ones who created Halo uh, but yeah so now Sony owns Bungie uh, so who knows what the hell's going to happen but all these all these purchases are going to take time to actually finalize so people who are freaking out you guys are freaking out uh, these, these will not happen uh, overnight um, these changes any changes will not happen overnight uh, I think that's gonna do it. I know there's probably more stuff. Uh, I'm looking at my got. I'm looking at my podcast idea top. My topic ideas. I still have tattoos on here. I really do want to talk about tattoos. I don't think I've talked about tattoos much. Like I've looked at my topic, my topics on here, and I don't think I've talked about tattoos as a full-on topic. Maybe I have. I'll have to look and see. And then I have goth business casual on here for some reason. Uh, and this is all kind of peaks behind like what I do to prep for these uh, episodes and uh, I'll be honest uh, I put that idea down and I have no idea what the hell it was for goth business casual was that like an article about goth business casual happening I know I saw an article recently about you know the goth uh, 
Oh, yeah, maybe that's what it is. How to wear 2022's goth business casual fashion trend. So apparently that's a thing. I guess we will talk about this real quick. Um, bring the dark side to your workspace. Um, this is from InStyle. And, um, yeah. These articles, they pop every once in a while. I mean, people, goth is always in fashion. Or black is always in fashion. That's just the way it is. It's black. Black will always be in fashion. Uh, also, I don't know who the fuck titled this article, but the pictures they're showing are not business casual. I would not... If I saw anybody wearing this as business casual, any of this crap, I get, they're nice outfits, but they're not business casual. Um, so I don't know what the heck they're talking about unless they mean something else. Leather on leather, spikes and studs, which, yeah, again, spikes and studs are always kind of goth. Leather is 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 not exactly goth people the fashion world people who write these fucking stories could you please just stop it could you please stop using the word goth for just fashion that is just wearing black because i mean black leather is always in like this one picture here of leather on leather i wouldn't call it goth it's just black leather looks good so yeah, of course they're gonna wear that. And then yeah, the the black the spikes and studs. I mean yeah, it's kind of got a goth look, I guess. So I mean yeah, I guess I'll go with that one. This one experimenting with nylon elements. Uh, no, that doesn't look goth. That just looks like a black outfit. Just because you wore black does not mean it's instantly goth, people. If that's the case, everybody's goth. Just, just stop it. Just stop writing these articles. It, it makes you look stupid. It makes you look like an idiot. And again, I don't understand, because the title of this article is Goth Business Casual is the Strange New Hybrid Trend You'll Want to Try. But none of this looks like Goth Business Casual. Did, 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 or Business Casual, part of it. Like, did the word Business Casual fucking change? Suddenly, I I don't understand. Apparently, I I don't get it. Um, I'm not saying any of these looks any of these styles look bad. I'm just saying that they don't look like business casual. Uh, and they don't, except for one or two. The rest don't really look goth per se. They're just black outfits. Uh, and to be honest, yeah, fuck. These are not really goth outfits. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. So let's stop doing that. Can we, can we just stop throwing the word goth around like it's a fucking, just everything's goth if it's black? Uh, for fuck's sakes, people. It's getting ridiculous. So yeah, I think that's going to conclude episode uh, 38 of the Goth Geek Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, as always, we're going to try to throw more of these out. 
um, more than just once a month. So uh, keep your uh, notifications on, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you all of you again uh, soon. Bye.